0: Welcome to episode three of Insights Political Podcast. We've been on a long hiatus of selling cars and teaching the youth. I'm, well, you're, this is Zane Davis to my right, and I'm Drake McGrew. So Zane's going to have to fill me in on most of this because I've been, like I said, doing my best to educate the youth like the... Teaching youth, the youth yeah, of teaching the youth like the hero that I am and humble. Um, so he's going to fill me in on most of this, starting with the uh, first Republican debate.
1: All right, so... The first debate, which I know you said you watched. Yeah, part I watched of it.
0: like about half of it. Yeah, I like on the way to Calico that one. Well,
1: or Doctrine, our location. In the first debate, it was all Vivek's show yeah, of dude. attacking <laughs> everyone <laughs> yeah. for being a part of anything, and yeah. uh, whoever coached him for that debate definitely said, like, attack everyone other than Trump. Yeah. So, basically, he took pot shots at just about everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I, I, think I was telling you, that dude, he's like a like a mole off Trump's butt, dude. Like, he's just, like, he's, yeah. just, he's crazy. I mean, it's like, I don't know what his vibe is. It's just, he just kind of gets up there and says weird antidotes about things. Right.
1: <laughs> well, and here's the thing. If he... If he wanted to run, he should have run for Congress or Senate or governor or something. Yeah. Because uh, trying to say that you're going to be basically Trumpier than Trump. Yeah. But Trump was a great guy and, like, Trump would even, like, be an advisor or possibly even a cabinet member. Right. That's not going to fly. That's not... I mean that that's never worked. Trying to trying to piggyback that's that's one reason why. Like with the exception of George H. W. Bush, in, in the last 170 years, we've never had a sitting vice president win a win win election to the presidency right right. At, right after they serve because they're always looked at as a third term of Obama, a third term of Clinton, a third term of fill-in-the-blank. Right. Uh, George H.W. Bush was the only one that ever pulled that off in in the past 170 years. So, uh, I mean, trying to be like Trump is is not going to work, but it definitely got him recognized, which I think was his whole goal, because no one even knew his name. But by the next day, that's what everybody was talking about, is who's this skinny guy with a last name, which was the opening line to right, this right. argument. What's he even polling out? Um, in some of them, he's polling, I mean, like third or fourth. Yeah. Like Trump first, DeSantis, Haley, and then him. And every once in a while, it may be like DeSantis and him, but he's never... He's never broke away, which none of them's really ever broke away, and we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, after we talk about the second one. But in the first debate, they they had uh, the main difference between the first and second debate, just off people-wise, is Asa Hutchinson was in the first debate. Right, right, my Kay. man. What yeah. dude. Yeah, and Asa... Completely bombed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like everyone thought he would. Uh, which I think he talked for about three and a half minutes the entire debate. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I wonder what uh, I wonder what that's like. The angle of guys like him going on the beat. They know know they don't have a shot, but it's getting their name out for future things. Maybe well, I don't know what Asa would do because he's already been governor. So I don't know if he'd be you know
1: possibly. Which he was representative. I mean, he's been. Uh, he he also was uh, uh I think he was headed like the DEA or something like that, uh, if I remember right, uh at, right after he left Congress. Uh but yeah, I mean he's the problem with a- Asa is he's just got the Walmart money. Yeah. And so yeah. I mean the Waltons like him now. Yeah. He's about as personable as a stale piece of bread. Right but right. he uh He's Arkansas. Yeah, and, I mean, this time around, this time around, just mathematically, there is no possible way that two anti-Trump candidates could be in the same race. Yeah. So, Chris Christie and Asa Hutchinson, neither one could be. If you're going to try to have an anti-Trump lane to take Trump down, Which you're going to have to have to an extent anyway, but these are like polar opposites from DeSantis and Haley and Tim Scott and Vivek. Uh, So you're you're going to have to – you could only have one of those. And, I mean, Chris Christie by far would be the better of those two as far as, I mean, name recognition. And on top of that, like, he has more – of a personal axe to grind with Trump. So uh, that, I mean, and basically what, I mean, a lot of people said was it looked like the VP, like a VP debate, like because the front runner wasn't there and then nobody attacked Trump. So the entire time everybody was just like skirting
0: the 300
1: pound elephant that wasn't in the room
0: (laughs) Was the was the first de- debate before or after he got arrested and got his mug shot and all that? Good thing got the first deleted? one was
1: before, if I'm not oh, mistaken. God. So now the, the I mean when we uh, but then the second one I mean that was obviously after yeah uh, which the the second debate it cracks me up because Vivek did a complete 180 and I think he said you. Might not have watched as much watched as this it. one. Okay, <laughs> That's well, going to fill me in. For. Okay, well, Vivek did a complete 180. Vivek tried to be nice to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And everyone did exact opposite. Everybody instead of him attacking everybody, everybody on stage yeah, attacked him. That's probably what they was prepped for. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure. Know, I'm sure. And uh, well, and you have some of those others, and which in the second debate there was no no Asa Hutchinson. So they were down to, I believe, seven uh, candidates. Right. And, I mean, everybody attacked Vivek. And, I mean, Vivek couldn't say anything without all of a sudden being blindsided by Nikki Haley. Yeah. Or Ron DeSantis or anybody because after the first debate, Vivek was basically the only one that went up.
0: Right, right. And so So who so who won the
1: second debate and why, according to Zane Davis? According to me, I think it was probably Nikki Haley, just because of how strong she was and yeah. how like she had a comeback for everything. Right. And and here's the thing as far as a policy. Debate goes. I may disagree with some things that Nikki Haley says, but Nikki Haley is really rock solid when it comes to like the bedrock conservative yeah. policy, not just populism like Donald. Yeah, Trump yeah, and yeah, yeah. Which, a lot, which a lot of guys. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah,
0: which is good. Getting back to some good basis of even if even if people just might disagree with it, it's good to have you know strong. Basis of beliefs, not just go with the populist flow, which is yeah anti, you know.
1: Which another interesting thing on the second debate was Gavin Newsom, which it was, it was held at the Reagan Library. So let me back up here. The main reason Trump didn't come to the second one is he's been fighting been tied up. over. Well, yeah, he's been a little tied up. and uh, But he's been fighting with Michael Reagan. Oh, which is Ronald yeah. Reagan's yeah. son. Anyway, isn't
0: Michael Reagan, like, super liberal? I know there's yeah. one that's, like, super liberal.
1: Well, I mean, there was always arguments that, like, Nancy Reagan was a lot more liberal than, yeah. like, than, than she let on. And, I mean, even Laura Bush has come out and yeah. said, like, there was a lot of things that she disagreed with that her husband did. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but – I, I wouldn't necessarily call him a, a call go as far as to call him a liberal, but here's the problem. You are attacking the most popular Republican president's family yeah. in the past hundred years. I started to say
0: obviously you haven't met a dude named Abraham Lincoln. Neither yeah. but I haven't personally met him, but yeah. I've heard he's pretty pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah. That guy that guy he a <laughs> pretty he good did, dude. He, he did some cool things. Um so. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, going back to Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, who's governor of California, obviously Democrat, right, showed up for the debate and watched it. Uh, which, a lot of people have speculated him, whether he's going to get into the race, mm-hmm. uh, kind of be that white horse that saves the Democrats. He keeps saying no. He's all out on the stump for Biden. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if, if there was any question of Biden's fitness, I think if there was any question of Biden's ability to be the candidate, yeah. he's, he'd jump in in two seconds. But I think he's trying to bide his time. And, I mean, he's trying to do what Chris Christie did in 2012 when he didn't challenge Mitt Romney. And it's probably not going to work out well for him. And it's it's probably the same way for like DeSantis, who a lot of people said, well, now why wouldn't you wait till 2028?" And the problem is, everybody knows you now, right? And everybody like had, uh, everybody, everybody knew about Ron DeSantis right now, and a lot of people forget uh, politicians that, that get lost to history. Uh, shortly, if they're not making any noise, yeah. or if they, or if they end up leaving office and like not running for two or three years, everybody My, just kind of forgets, forgets about them. But
0: I don't forget Mike Gravel. You remember Mike Gravel? Yeah. 2008. <laughs> Dude,
1: there's no way you're
0: the only person in a hundred mile yeah. radius that remembers Mike Gravel. The only reason yeah. I remember because I watched stupid cartoons about like
1: a, I forget what it was. I think it's The Simpsons. I'm pretty sure. No, I wasn't, no,
0: no, no, no. It's something it's some online, internet thing. Anyway. Oh, I
1: thought The Simpsons did something on no, him, but yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's there's not a whole lot of people that's run in the past few years. I've watched a lot of old debates. So. <laughs> well,
0: what was what was the other day? He said. That you're like, uh, that you, you randomly, I was like, there's no one, there's like one in a million people probably know who the deputy Jerome Powell. Yeah, who uh, <laughs> chairman of the <laughs> yeah, Federal Reserve. Like, there's no way anyone knows yeah. who that is. Yeah,
1: That's yeah, That's why you're in so, yeah. uh, smart one here on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Newsom is actually going to debate DeSantis. The They're going to do like a one-on-one debate, like a governor's debate. Hmm. Uh East Coast versus West Coast. Right. Well, I mean, basically, and, and here's the thing: I think that could help him potentially, because if he if he does really well, and if he doesn't just like call Newsom stupid, ignorant, racist, yeah, yeah, I mean, et cetera. Et cetera. So, so yeah, all that stuff, and and actually, like, we'll debate on. Like, the lockdowns and the difference between California and, and Florida and the difference in taxes and the fact that they've got no, no income tax. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's some and, – and what I'm saying is a one-on-one debate with him could very much save him from, like, the down spiral that he's on. Yeah. Uh, because, like, Trump – Trump is only attacking him, really. Right uh, now, after the second debate, he did like give a uh, quote unquote report card <laughs> of of the debate, <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually going to nerd. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, and that's the thing is like Christie like called him out a couple times during the debate. That's like Donald. I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm actually going to read this uh, uh, verbatim uh, from Still not from what uh, what he said. If I can get this, uh, if I can get this to load. All right, so this is this is word for word. Uh, it says watch debate report card. Doug Burgum did a very good job, solid and smart. Sloppy Chris Christie was a disaster, a Trump del- deranged lunatic. Nikki Birdbrain Haley was exposed for her.
0: Cause Costist. thing. I'm an English teacher <laughs> guy. Yeah, me.
1: I don't even know what that word. I don't wow. even know. I don't know if that. That that's the president of the United or former president of the United States. I don't even know if that word uh, fits there. Disloyalty and lies about the Republican Party and me doesn't have what it takes and never did. Lion Mike Pence has lost a lot of energy, very flat. Needs me badly. Actually, quite sad to watch, but he'll get better. Too much J six uh, sidebar. Very few times did Mike Pence even mention January 6th in the second debate. Tim Scott stepped it up. Wonderful guy. Looking forward to getting his endorsement. Vivek said, I was a great president. Thank you. Good job. Ron DeSanctimonious had a bad night. He can feel the end is near, dropping like a rock. Okay. Caustic.
0: So we, caustic. Lear- we learned a new word from the former president of the United States. Okay. Well. so, there, you so never know, you know, The lesson here is you never know where you're going to learn a new word from. from caustic. Caustic. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I can't say it. that's that yeah the word of the day for one of these. High kids, anyway. There you
1: go. That will educate the use of America. Yeah. yeah. I thought he might have just uh, threw something in there to try to sound more official. But actually, it looks like it might actually go there. So, yeah. sorry, Donald. Yeah. Uh, but uh, – and kind of the last thing on the on the debates, uh, there – after the second debate, there's calls from at least a few different people to – including the former president, but now there's actually calls from other people to end the future debates to basically say, you know, hey, Donald Trump is – Thirty points ahead in most state polls. He's sixty points ahead in most national polls. Donald Trump is the candidate. Like,
0: do you think that is? you think that's because people like Trump that much, or just dislike the candidates available to them? Well, I, I gotta feel like people are sick of the dude right now, and I'm just. That's not. Me it, being, that's not here's like the thing. That's not just from a point of just like policy wise. Just like, right. What I've
1: heard. <laughs> just like, yeah, not. yeah. No, I mean he's one of those people that he. He is a disaster for the Republican Party, and under him for the last three election cycles, they have lost with him at the helm. Yeah, And, I mean, 2022, he wasn't even president, but he was, like, going around and anointing. People to run for Congress and Senate, yeah. and put people like Doctor Oz in Pennsylvania <laughs> and Herschel Walker <laughs> in Georgia, like things that, I mean, candidates that were going to lose. I mean, I mean Doctor Oz lost to John Fetterman, who is a. It is insane to me that that man actually was able to win, yeah. uh, and. The only senator, ever, that is just well, probably not the only one ever, but the only one that is an open and complete slob, and doesn't apologize for it, yeah. and so maybe that's relatable yeah. to some people, but he.
0: I also have to thank David Duke was also elected to the Senate and in, in, in like fairly recent time, you know, grand 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 malt dragon yeah, or yeah yeah <laughs> but i think whatever, i that think goofy that was the title they anoint themselves yeah. with i'm pretty sure he pretty he sure wanted, that I, was, a, was a well, is it the 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 house yeah okay. that was
1: the house which here's the thing it is a lot easier to win a house seat than it is to win a senate seat yeah i mean if you win a if you win a uh, and we're going to talk about some of the chaos going on in the house here in just a second but you can win a house seat with very little money. Yeah. And if you have any kind of rank name recognition... No, you should win any seat with, if a, little you can,
0: with, any, with a little amount of money.
1: Yeah, well, here's the th- here's where you're wrong about that. No- normally, <laughs> normally the person with the most money wins these big races. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in in the House of Representatives, you don't have to have an extraordinary sum of money because normally, under most circumstances the average representative represents 3 counties. Yeah. So, I mean, you think like Butler, Ripley and Wayne County. Yeah. I mean, now that's not I mean, that is not a huge area to cover right. and yeah. canvass and campaign whereas like running for Senate, you have to run from I mean, one corner of the state to the other, to the other, to the other. And, I mean, it just uh, – yeah, he, he probably gerrymandered, like, his entire clan buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to vote yeah. for him into, like, three or four households. <laughs> so, now on to today's news that is
0: uh, kind of crazy. The junior high girls won. First game.
1: Oh, good job. What, what else, though, on the Can, c- news? Congrats, junior high girls. <laughs> what, what else <laughs> on, <laughs> on the news? Of Nealonville High School. <laughs> uh, so, for the first time in U.S. history, uh, the Speaker of the House or the office of the Speaker of the House is vacant. Yeah. That has never happened. There's never been a Speaker of the House that's ever been ousted I don't know if there's been one that might have died. Yeah. But it is never, they have never thrown out a Speaker of the House. What did they kick him out for? Well, you could argue several things. But Kevin McCarthy made a lot of concessions to become Speaker. If you remember, it took him 15 rounds of balloting and like a week to become Speaker. Or it felt like a week anyway. I don't think it was quite a week. But... Uh, He made a lot of concessions. Well, the one concession that he made was he lowered the threshold Uh, to one representative could make a motion to vacate the speaker's chair. Right. Okay. It's been all different numbers before, but it's not been one in a very long time. Yeah. So... And on top of that, no one ever, no one ever did this because there was, there's not normally slim, slim, razor thin majorities like this right here. So what, so basically what happened was eight members of the Republican Party voted with all the Democrats to throw Kevin McCarthy out of his job and out of his office, uh, There was some speculation on whether like some conservative Democrats were going to like save him if maybe there's going to be some kind of agreement or if maybe the Democrats weren't even going to participate in the vote. But they ended up all deciding to go ahead and vote. Yes. Uh, So it ended up being about four percent of the GOP conference that actually threw him out and uh, but the, the reasoning behind it was that or that they, that at least some of them give some of the eight members give was basically that Kevin McCarthy violated the agreement that he made to become speaker. Uh, from what everybody, no one has been able to figure out, how he violated that agreement exactly. But in their eyes, he violated the agreement. Yeah. Yeah. All, uh, so, and these are not, this is not like law. He doesn't have to do anything, right. but he is a, he was a man with a very slim majority. He started out with a five seat majority. Now he's down to a four seat majority because of uh, a death, and then there was like a resignation. Uh, so anyway, literally is down to a four-vote majority, and it got really personal with him and Matt Gates of Florida. Uh, they those two guys absolutely hate each other. Right. There's no everything about it was personal. Uh, Part of it was Kevin McCarthy called him out for trying to sleep with interns. Right, right. And uh, then when Cass- Cassie, or Cassidy Hutchinson's new book come out recently, she talked about how uh, when Trump was in the White House and they were all at Camp David uh that Matt Gates was trying, was in one of the cabins out at Camp David uh, near McCarthy's cabin and kept trying to persuade the female interns. Persuade, to, is that how they, yeah, they yeah. worded it? Persuade. To, uh, <laughs> to, come to come to his cabin with him, and from what she said in her book, basically Kevin was like, knock it off, you perv. I mean, just just right. something something uh, something that wasn't just like super personal, but right. they've never liked each other because they don't they don't agree philosophically even, uh, because like I would not even call Matt Gates a hardline conservative. That's what some, some people are calling him, but they would rather blow up the government. Yeah, yeah. than to govern, and this is one reason why they love being in the minority because they get to just scream and yell and do whatever, and there's no consequences to their decisions. But like the Republicans have the House of Representatives now, maybe by a very slim margin, but they have control of the House of Representatives, so it's their job to govern. Now, can they pull Democrats on board? Sure they can. And that's what he did the other day when they passed a continuing resolution mm-hmm. uh, that funded the government for another 45 days while they ironed out the details. Uh, and I am personally sympathetic to some of the arguments that Matt Gates made that they want to go back to single... Votes, they want to vote on 12 appropriation bills like they're supposed to and not vote on an omnibus bill that's 30,000 pages or whatever, <laughs> whatever it ends up being. Yeah, yeah. And they have to vote up or down on the entire bill. I'm sympathetic to that plight, but the problem is you have a Democratic president and you have a Democratic Senate. So you're probably going to have to try to make some deals in order to get mm-hmm. what you want into law. Now, if you had a clean sweep like Republicans had with Donald Trump in 2016, you could do that. Right. But even then they didn't do that. They still did did it the exact same way that they're doing right now and Matt Gates voted for those. Yeah. Yeah. But that was different because now he claims that he disagrees with that on a philosophical basis, which Okay, again, I, I wouldn't personally disagree with that. But he's not going to uh, – He he's, he's going to have a hard time trying to get a pass on doing exactly – not doing what he did in the past yeah. now and mainly doing it just to spite Kevin McCarthy. Yeah.
0: So it has nothing to do with the reason like he had like stroked up twice.
1: Stroked up twice, or Kevin
0: McCarthy? He like, just like am I just having him? or am I stroking? You, out right oh,
1: now? You're thinking of Mitch McConnell. Oh. You're thinking of Mitch McConnell, oh. the Senate Senate Majority oh. Leader, that's 80 years old. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, you're Kevin McCarthy's a lot younger. Oh, okay. And Matt Gates is quite a bit younger as well. So, oh. uh, but uh, they're, uh, but and see the other thing.
0: Because I, I had a whole conspiracy theory in mind. I was like, oh, they ousted him because he stroked out again. This is why you're here to tell me yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like this. They ousted. They, they yeah. Out, they, I, 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 dude, I had this grand conspiracy theory. I was like, oh, they probably ousted him. Like, he faked these two stroke outs. They ousted him. Uh, now they have a political basis for ousting Biden for his. Oh, I see. You know, I was, I was about, know, to, I that, was about that to drop some would, stuff on Truth Social. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> would that would fly there. Uh-huh. It really would.
1: But so here's basically where we're at now. Is it's going to take? It normally takes 218 votes to be speaker. Now it takes 217 because of the the one death that they had. Right. Okay. The Democrats have 213 votes. The Republicans have 221. Okay. It takes 217 to get it, and they – they well, and let me back up here. Uh, after they threw McCarthy out, the current Senate – or, I'm sorry, the current House Speaker Pro Tem, Patrick McHenry – sent everybody home for a week yeah, to cool off. And there was actually some members that like did interviews shortly afterwards that some of them were ticked that they got sent home. They didn't think that they should get sent home. They think they should immediately try to resolve this because that's the other thing. The House is completely paralyzed. They cannot do anything until they get a speaker. They right, can't fund right. the government. They can't do the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, they cannot do anything until they elect a speaker. That's part of the rules of their house. Yeah. So uh so anyway, but there was there was actually some members that talked about afterwards that said, you know, this is a good thing that we're being sent home because it was getting ready to be a fist fight, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. of how this would
0: be like a callback. That would be kind of cool. Fist fight on the floor. Yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, it, people thought that it might come to that yeah. when Kevin McCarthy was seeking the speakership. Yeah. Uh, because. It was taking forever. It was an embarrassment. The Democrats are sitting there laughing. they are I mean, AOC's bringing popcorn. They're bringing margaritas on yeah, the Democratic side. Yeah, nothing like the, I mean, the, break,
0: the breaking up of American democracy. Yeah. Oh,
1: here's... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're... Uh, and and so, like I said, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy tried everything he could... To keep this from happening. Yeah. Uh, but he also kind of called their bluff. Right. I right. mean, he basically, I mean, he literally put out on True Social, Shout out. Facebook, X. Why, yes, so I'd the, say, why isn't
0: he back on Twitter since since Elon reinstated him? Didn't he come back for like one tweet? I'll look that up. Did you see? talking about
1: Trump? Yeah. I'm still talking about McCarthy. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't, I haven't, I mean, I have no idea if Trump's. Back on Twitter But uh, But anyway McCarthy Like Like Tweeted out Like bring it Yeah And Because And I don't know If he thought That maybe Like The The Democrats Would bail him out Or if Maybe Gates wasn't Brave enough To do it Or if 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 he did There wouldn't be Three other members uh, To Do this Right But it's, a, it's just a complete disaster. And, like, Republicans in the House deserve to get their teeth kicked in. I mean, when it comes to election time. Yeah. Because, and here's the thing. What does your dad think of that opinion? Oh, he, <laughs> he, he doesn't have much of an opinion because it doesn't involve Donald Trump. Yeah. But But Trump will be back up here in just a second when we when we talk about uh, potential speakers. Yeah. Uh, but they're uh they're going to have a serious fight on their hands to be able to do this because here's here's the problem whoever those four or the the four that or the the eight that actually voted to oust them but there's there's a four vote threshold so whoever those eight people are whoever they support is going to be tainted right no. More than likely, they're going to probably support Jim Jordan, okay? Basically, the two main names that's being floated right now is Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise, okay? Both of them, if you're a Republican, you would be happy to have either one of them. Right. Uh, now, if you are a Republican terrorist like Matt Gates, that just wants to destroy the institution... Yeah. You you don't like Steve Scalise and you probably think that you can control Jim Jordan a little bit, but I mean either one of them Republicans should be happy with. Yeah. But here's the thing. It takes two hundred and seventeen votes to become speaker. And there or I'm yes, and there's two hundred and twenty one of them and there's two people running, and then the Democrats will put someone up. They'll put Hakeem Jeffries up. He'll be the only one that runs on the Democratic side. And Hakeem Jeffries is going to get 213 votes every single time. And the only way that this is going to end up getting worked out is I'm sure there's going to be some potential negotiating between those two. Uh, But depending on how strongly either one of them feel, they may end up pushing it to the floor for a vote. And again, we don't know for sure that the, who those eight people are going to support. I mean, a couple of them have even floated the idea of nominating Donald Trump to be yeah. the next Speaker of the House. Yeah, which would be wild. Well, and here's the thing. It's never happened before that I know of, uh, but the Speaker of the House does not have to be a representative. Right. So it is possible to nominate someone from outside the uh, the chamber, but it's not possible to nominate Donald Trump. You want to know why? Why that? Because you cannot nominate, or you cannot become Speaker of the House. There, and this is this is not some BS that some political junkie wrote. This is yeah, in the yeah, Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot become Speaker of the House if you are under criminal investigation, but <laughs> you can become president, president of the United yeah, States. Yeah. And I think I, I, it's funny to think about like how they put things like that into certain parts of the Constitution like right. that. But they never the reason that most people believe that they never put that in for like president is they never thought that anyone could possibly ever right. reach that office or even get close enough right. to make any noise whereas like speaker of the house is a little different because it is a you are basically you are the speaker of the house and right now people are calling that the swamp so like some people might even say well you're the swampiest in the swamp uh so that i understand why that's there but it's funny because you can't uh Donald Trump could possibly become the next president, but there's no way for him to become the next speaker. Hmm. Uh, and it'll it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing because there's no there's no way that Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise can truly run and put their names in nomination and win. I mean, because or either one of them win until one of them finally decides to withdraw. Right. And even and even when they decide to withdraw, that doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't get to nominate them. Because when Kevin McCarthy was running for speaker, Matt Gates repeatedly tried to nominate Jim Jordan. Right. And Jim Jordan like was standing right next to Kevin McCarthy and was like, "Hey, I'm with him." I don't want the job. All this stuff. I'm I'm with Kevin. Quit nominating me. I don't want you to vote for me. Don't vote for me. Vote for Kevin. Yeah. And then, I mean, after they had enough of that, they moved on to the next one. They moved on to Byron Donalds. They run. Ro- 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 they just moved on on down the, the the road. And this continuing resolution, they've got about in the upper thirties. the days left so they got just a little over a month to figure this out but they're going to come back and they're going to basically have a month to uh elect speaker get everything done and who knows like what exactly is going to happen instead of taking 15 ballots it may take 30. i mean it's it's possible they could get it done on the first ballot but Chances are those eight members are going to be a thorn in everybody's side. Yeah, what's the age requirements to be Speaker of the House? You know, top of your head. To be Speaker, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, to it's your time to shine. To be a <laughs> representative what, what I'm saying. <laughs> to to be a uh, to be a representative, uh, it's it's very. Uh, it's, it's very young. Uh, members of the House are elected every two years and must be 25 years old. Uh, there's, no, uh, there's no age requirement to be speaker. What's, so, what's up? Yeah, so anybody anybody over the age of 25 could currently be the speaker, but here's the thing at this point like though the one thing that those eight have said or not not all of them but most of them have said that if they that if the next speaker that they will not vote for another speaker if they tried to take away the one vote to vacate so if they basically what got rid of Kevin McCarthy if they tried to get rid of that right. or move it up they wouldn't vote for him and if they decided to fund the Ukraine war, they would not go for them. So regardless of whether you're Steve Scalise or uh, Jim Jordan, at least publicly, there's no way that they can support either one of those measures. And what's, what's funny is, on the other side there is members saying that there's no way that they would support a candidate for speaker that didn't remove that rule and didn't fund Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So it may end up being one of those deals where they end up trying to, uh, and it's uh, it would be a terrible thing for the Republican Party If they had to go to Democrats and basically say, you know, hey, we're we're we've got somebody that's got two hundred and twelve votes, but we can't get the the other others to come along. We can't get the other nine to come along or whatever the number is like, what do you want in exchange for allowing some of your moderate members that are in red districts uh, to vote for this. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing, is that there's, there's a handful in the, in the House, like they talked about, there's 18 Republicans that are currently in office in districts that Biden won, okay? And that doesn't sound like a very big number, But you think about it, like, 18... An 18-vote majority right now would feel like a supermajority. Yeah, yeah. But compared to four. Uh, But you basically have a handful of people that have held hostage the institution. And there's actually some members that have talked about uh, expelling them from the conference. Right. Uh, And I don't think that... That doesn't change the number, as far as the votes go. Uh, like it doesn't lower the vote total down. It basically it just says you don't get to, you don't get to have an R by your name anymore. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're you're an independent Republican or independent representative or something. Yeah. So, and I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Mainly because they're. First of all, there's such a slim majority. It's just like Kevin McCarthy hasn't uh, made a motion, never, never even took an opinion about expelling George Santos yeah, yeah. from the House after all his mess. And part of that was at the time he had a five-vote majority, and that was very, that was a very hard. I mean, that's a very small number that you already yeah. have to make. And so, if you expel George Santos, who is a Republican from from New York, and the governor of New York makes that appointment. Who is a Democrat? She would appoint a Democrat. So that that would bring you down to th- yeah, four, yeah. which would bring you down to three now. Uh, so it's. I, I have a feeling that my if I had to bet, I will say that the government will shut down at yeah. least partially.
0: Yeah. Now, does that affect my pay as a teacher? No. That's, okay.
1: Good. Good. That's, a, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> you get a state you get a state paycheck. Yeah, but state government. Yeah. But now, now, I mean, all members of the military. I mean, national park folk, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. They're they're not they're going to be furloughed. They're. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some places will not get back pay. So, I don't that they'll basically be working for free, yeah,, uh, and I think the military is one of those that you yeah. don't get back pay if I'm not mistaken uh, but uh, but but what's funny in all this is while a government shutdown goes on, you know who still gets paid, who all five hundred and thirty five members of Congress, yeah. Yeah, so of course of course so they they get paid through the shutdown yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 of they, they, get, they, they get they get paid they get paid no matter what and here's what's funny or it's not really funny it's sad the the people that are help that help make the house and senate run the the clerks the sergeant at arms all those people that are there to basically i mean help protect the procedure and, I mean, yeah. basically help with all that, they're not going to get paid. Yeah. Now, the, the people know, that are might. duking it out on the floor and arguing about it, yeah. are, they're going to get paid. But like, but I mean, why would the capital need protected? In yeah, way. I don't know why anybody
0: would <laughs> it's no, think no big, that. no big deal.
1: Yeah. I think, I'd be curious to know if that was the first time that a, because uh, the Sergeant-at-Arms of the House, I'm not sure about the Senate, but I know the Sergeant-at-Arms of the House resigned after, January sixth, yeah, and I'm—I don't know if that's ever happened before, but it—it it, sure. it was uh, it was definitely uh, not a—not a good day. Mm-mm. But it'll be—it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top on the speaker fight. My money, my money is on Jim Jordan, uh, and I have a feeling that Steve Scalise will end up being uh majority like, majority leader, right? And uh, Steve uh, Steve Scalise is actually a guy that a lot of people may not know, but they may recognize that name. And he was actually the Republican that got shot right there's actually a picture of them two side by side. Uh, and Steve Scalise on the left. Uh, And he's actually the one that got shot during the uh, congressional baseball practice. Uh, Uh, Oh, I
0: forgot about that. I mean, not laughing, I'm not laughing at the, you know, (laughs) domestic terrorism, but I just kind of... Laugh that you know it happened so much in America shootings we just kind of casually forget about our elected officials getting shot up at a softball yeah, game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Did. Yeah, no. Yeah. you, know, you got yeah. mine like a steel trap. But uh, when
1: it when it comes to politics, uh, there's not uh, not a lot that slips by me. But uh, but I also pay pay a little more attention than um, probably the average yeah, yeah, aver- yeah average person put put together. But uh, yeah, they'll. I, my, like I said, my money, my money's on Jim Jordan, that he's probably gonna end up being speaker. But I have a feeling it's gonna take him at least a week and multiple votes. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna be kind of like electing a pope. It may <laughs> take a few times.
0: <laughs> we need to start like blowing out black smoke every time we elect. We need to, yeah,
1: yeah. If we did that after, again, like Kevin McCarthy was fifteen times, and I, I will say, unless they come, unless tempers like, like secede, yeah, and everybody calms down, I think it'll be at least as long as it was before, Mm -hmm. and. It's going to basically be a negotiation after a negotiation. And, and I have a feeling what may end up having to happen is, I mean, if I was the Democrats, I don't think I'd throw them a lifeline. Yeah. And I understand. Even Kevin McCarthy said, like, he didn't hold any animosity towards like Hakeem Jeffries or any of the Democrats because he said, hey, this was a win for them. Yeah, They got rid of a Republican speaker, and he said, and he's like, I raised 70% of all the money for the last election cycle. He said, and they just took me out at the knees. He's like, politically, I understand why they did it, and so I don't, don't hate them for it. Right. And he's like, I, I understand the, the, the math, the psychology, all that other stuff. And, I mean, that's that's the thing. A lot of people may not like people like Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Now it's Hakeem Jeffries. But those are the people that raise the money, and those are the people that end up winning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. end up making, making themselves – I mean, m- making either a loss – more stomachable or a win greater, uh, by fundraising and using the connections that they have to pull a bunch of strings. Right. And like I said, people may not like that, but that's the way our system's set up, at least for now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Until until one of these well, I ain't gonna say that I guess flag, I was gonna say until one of these rides goes successful, but
1: Yeah, I don't think that... uh, I think that's
0: but you know. Let it out.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, that's about all I've got. But, yeah, we'll see see what happens. The House is going to reconvene next Tuesday. uh, Or let me rephrase that. The Republicans are going to reconvene next Tuesday for basically like a candidate forum. Right. And then they're hoping to vote by Wednesday... Uh, I don't know. That may happen. They may end up debating it out a little bit. Because yeah. the, the one thing, and I'll, and I'll leave you all with this, Kevin McCarthy may be the first speaker in modern times at least to try to push things on the floor that he didn't know the outcome. Right. Nancy Pelosi even kind of criticized him a little bit. Uh, a few months ago, and then she even criticized him whenever she he was running for speaker, and they were in the middle of the whole battle. And she basically, like very, like cocky, said like there was never a vote that I put on the floor of the of the House of Representatives that I didn't know the vote to, how it was going to happen mm-hmm. before it happened officially. Right. There was no mystery because if it was going to fail. And it was an important bill for us. We wouldn't, we would, we would negotiate. Yeah. Or we would try to yeah. find something. And she said, I would make sure that I had the votes before it went to the floor. There, so there was no surprises. And she's like, I never got surprised as Speaker of the House. And I mean, that's kind of a bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna fight, fight it out. And like I said, uh more than likely, unless something crazy happens, it'll be Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise. My money's on Jim Jordan, but we'll see what they do, and yeah. we'll talk about this next time. Sounds good.
0: Thank you all for listening.